0: You are listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. A podcast where a couple friends sit and talk around the fire after everyone else has gone to bed. Grab a drink and join us as we discuss everything from famous explorers, artificial intelligence, and what is the meaning of life.
1: What happens when you take one tree and you attach it to another tree. Well, it turns out it grows. We're going to be talking about tree grafting. The practice of cutting open one tree and sticking another piece of another tree onto it and getting a whole new part of that tree growing. With the exact, getting a whole new part of that tree growing that could be growing a different fruit than the rest of the tree. Before we get into that, Mike, how are you doing? What are you drinking?
0: Uh, well, I'm drinking some water because I have a hangover. So that might give you the idea of how I'm doing, but what about you, friend? I'm hoping you're drinking for the both of us.
1: I got some whiskey coke here while I explain. We're going to talk a whole episode about trees, Mike, so you're going to grab the bottle after this one. <laughs> so for those of you who have never heard of tree grafting before, which is probably a lot of people because it's not very popular. Essentially, like I said in the beginning, what it is is during the tree's dormancy stage. You have a rootstock, and that's your base tree. That's your tree that has the the roots. It's got the trunk, and you could be attaching your. It's called the scion, but whatever species that you want to grow from that rootstock. So you're attaching your. Might be easier to think of top or bottom. You're attaching your top piece, your scion, to your rootstock, and there's multiple ways to do that. The easiest is you cut them each horizontally and then you put them together and then you tape them up or use some kind of wax seal so that they don't drain all the moisture out and then the tree will continue to grow into itself so the xylem and phloem the tubes the vascular tissue that moves water and nutrients up and down the tree they'll start to reattach between the two different so species it's like
0: open heart surgery i guess where you're connecting new tubes together you know, the body finds a way that nature finds a way
1: yeah it is limited in the sense it has to be in a similar family like a it has to have a similar genetic you know base so you can attach like uh say you have an apple tree that grows granny smith apples but you want some Honeycrisp apples. Well, you can just take a Honeycrisp scion onto one of the branches when it's dormant, cut using one of the techniques out, cut out that piece of the branch, put your new Honeycrisp scion there, and then that season it'll start growing Honeycrisp apples there, and the rest of the tree will continue to grow the Granny Smith apples, the original kinds of apples.
0: Out of curiosity, you said dormant, so can this only be done when trees are dormant
1: yeah so you depend well technically you can do it out of dormancy but it's traditionally it's pretty much always done in the winter and spring and the plant has the most the best chance of success of the graft being successful because it is there is a technique to it and if done unsuccessfully you could kill your plant so you can do it but i wouldn't do it
0: so this is more done for hardwood uh, trees, uh, not like pine, where pines grow all year. This is more done for seasonal trees. Then,
1: well, every tree's seasonal. Every, most every every tree has a dormancy stage, and it's usually two stages. They'll go dormant in the hard winter, and then in the heat of summer. So even conifers, they do so. Um, hardwoods and conifers or evergreen trees, you can graft any kind of tree like that. So you can even uh, do, like, tomatoes and potatoes. You can grow a tomato plant and then put some potato plant tissue there, and it'll grow—your same plant will grow tomatoes and potatoes.
0: That's so weird. I didn't know about that. That's cool. I can oh that—oh, you can make—you can pretty much just grow stew in a short, small area.
1: Yep, and uh, Mike, you might enjoy this one. So here's an artist— Sam Van Aken, and he's grafted, he calls it the tree of 40 fruit. I already like he's it. He's taken buds and scions and grafted them onto a type of stone fruit tree, so kind of like a, a nut tree, and it'll have 40 different species growing on one plant.
0: That I want one. That's so cool. You could literally just walk, you could have something different almost, oh my god, that... Just go up to the tree. Like, what do I want today? Like, it's like opening up your fridge. That is cool. Now, um, you, for these limbs you mentioned, uh, is this is uh, grafting done when the trees are young or when they're mature or what? What stage in the tree's life is graphing usually done?
1: Uh, that really depends on the purpose. So, you can do it when you're young. So, for example, to to figure out like the genetics of like say uh, douglas fir you can have your new you cross your two plants so you get your mixed genetics from the two parent plants and then you can graft that you put the seed out let the seed grow you cut that scion and you can put it on like a five-year-old douglas fir and then essentially it's already a five-year-old tree so you're and then from there you can see how that tree performs so you're cutting out some of the Life cycle, but basically you're getting a faster look at the genetics of that tree or The other side you can go to the very end of the tree's life. So say You're an apple farmer and you know they're coming out of new Varieties of apples all the time and maybe they have new genetics that are better for your area You know more pest resistant or something like that you already have apple trees with a really good root structure so instead of starting over and planting a new tree then waiting 10, 15 years for it to blossom or to, to fruit, you can just graft new, new genetic branches onto the outside of your tree and then it'll start growing your new species.
0: It's like keeping the body frame but changing the engine.
1: Yeah. And then when you do that, you kind of have to be careful that you only want the branches to have shoots from where you attached it, from above the graft. Cause if they shoot out from below the graft then they'll have this the old genetics
0: so that would be all for naught uh, out of curiosity i didn't ask when you said that when they're attaching them together are they using like sap to keep them together how how are they keeping the, just tape
1: yeah so uh, i've seen people use electrical tape there's special grafting tape some people use wax i'm sure you've seen like uh around like a neighborhood when they cut branches they put that black paint on it that's used as well i never
0: knew that i never used i i just i don't know it just seems so weird to me and also fascinating that we literally just chop something off put it on and all of a sudden it just works it i get, life really does find a way
1: yep and uh to give you an example of how long people have been doing this it's kind of up for debate some people Say it goes all the way back to Mesopotamia. Some people say the first references are in the Bible. And there's Greek and Roman sources talking about it. But it's been going on for a while.
0: And this is kind of the first I'm ever hearing of it. That's an old practice that, to me, that's like early stages of CRISPR to me. Uh, Ooh, could you use CRISPR to breed different family trees together with graphing.
1: Well, wait, I'm confused at what you mean.
0: Well, you said uh, graphing can only be done by trees in the same family. Could you override that with CRISPR possibly?
1: Well, you, your, your vascular system has to be similar enough where the plants don't reject it. So it's not, I don't think it's a genetic code is different. I think it's that you'd have to make change the vascular system of that plant which i think would take a lot of work for i don't really know what the reward would be
0: science that's why some men just want to watch the world bird nick some men just want oaks and uh oranges grown on the same tree one more question for you nick if you had to put your own graphing together what two trees do you want to graph together
1: well i would do a uh i'd love to have I'd probably do a Douglas fir, but I wouldn't graft on top of it. I'd do the branches. So maybe one side of the branch would be... I don't know how similar they have to be. I haven't looked into this, but in a perfect world, it would have on one side Ponderosa pine, then another side it would have Western larch, and then I guess maybe some Lodgepole pine. I don't know. Probably has to be all kind of the same. So I uh, maybe just... Some subalpine fir with that. I'm not really sure.
0: Well, it's something to think about. That's for sure. What about you? I like the fruit idea, uh, but I would want, if possible, two fruit that are different. So maybe not the same apple species. Maybe like um,
1: dates and figs, or something like that. Or well, I think you can do people do like uh, lemons and mangoes, or lemons and pears. <gasps> that would be awesome. <gasps> I could make a smoothie tree, that
0: I have. I have another thing to add to my bucket list now. Thank you, Nick. That's
1: what I'm here for. Well, I imagine. Well, if anyone wants to tell us what trees they want to graft together, you can hit us up on our YouTube or Instagram at Backyard Philosophy Podcast. Unless you had something else, Mike.
0: Nope. I you hit the nail on the head. You taught me what graphing is. Thank you. <music>